yeah, look at your numbers and make decisions based off of numbers and not off of emotion and not off of being afraid that your clients will be mad at you that they won't right, get trying the to holidays. please everybody. Yes. We feel like we need to make them happy so that they look good for the holidays. Like, yes. I mean, that's not your responsibility. And I know that we feel responsible for our clients and we genuinely want them to be happy. Welcome to the Messy Hairstylist Podcast. I'm Kelsey Morris. And I'm Abby Warther. Whether you are a mess literally or figuratively, we are here to help you take imperfect action to find your success as a hairstylist. Right around the corner is the holiday season. Holiday time. Holiday time. And as a hairstylist, I think that um, it gives us mixed emotions that give you mixed emotions. Or yeah, did it in the past. I mean, I less less now because I think I've I've created some boundaries, but for sure, I would start to get anxiety as the holidays were approaching because not only did I feel pressure, like you know, to be a to to do stuff for my kids and my family, like holiday oriented stuff, but also it's the busiest time to in our industry. Do all the things. So yes. you have all this like I'm sorry, scrunched into one little time. Yeah. How do you to be perfect, it? to be yeah. perfect in every way possible. So like, really, if we think about the holiday season for hairstylists, the traditional route of it is come Thanksgiving, your books are open. You do not take any time off. You work extra days. You work long hours. You work up until the holiday season is here. Mm-hmm. And then you take off. If you're lucky Christmas Eve, some people work Christmas Eve, take off Christmas and maybe right back and into you're probably lawn. right back into it because and then you have New Year's and everybody wants their fresh hair for New Year's Eve. And everyone wants fresh hair for New Year's Eve. And I think that that is the typical because we're also told and said, like, this is when you make all your money. This is when, this is when you can, maybe if you haven't had a great year, you need to do this. So I know that I've lived in that way for many years and it sounds like you did too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So it wasn't until recently that I decided that I was done living in that. Um, So, and that is something that as you were just speaking, I was thinking like, well, what changed for me? Like what, why did I decide that I wasn't going to do that anymore? And I think that there's a few different things. Like one, I, I decided to prioritize my family and I knew that I was trying to do too much. And I was, by the time Christmas came, I was so burned out. I had Mm -hmm. nothing left to give them. And I'll never forget one year. Um, I will never forget this. I was working, um, you know, in the salon and then I had the kids and they were little and I, I was pulling so much overtime to get all my clients in and it was Christmas Eve. And I was like crying because I was so tired trying to wrap gifts and get everything right. And I didn't even enjoy Christmas Eve with my kids. And the next day, all I wanted to do is sleep all day. I just wanted yeah. to sleep because I had nothing left to mm-hmm. give myself, to give anybody else. And I just felt like, that's not fair. It's not fair for my family and or for me, you, for me, and they, we, we need to come first. So I, I drew a line this in. I said, next year, I will not do this. I won't do this. And so I now take off from the 23rd all the way to the third every year. How many years have you been doing that now? Uh, four years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. So, oh yeah. Cause I'm on like the fourth or fifth year of doing that. Also, I take 
a good 10 days off. And it took uh, me many years to get to that point to say, it's okay. Because the number one fear is income. Mm-hmm. You're taking basically this extended vacation. And I know that so many stylists are afraid to take all that time off because they need to make their income that they need to make. And, but if you're already pulling in all these extra hours and everything, like you are probably still making your income. So I think right. like the first thing for anyone thinking about that is look at your income, look at look what at your you numbers. need to make. Yeah. Look at your numbers and make decisions based off of numbers and not off of emotion and not off of being afraid that your clients will be mad at you that they won't right. get Trying to holidays. please everybody. Yes. We feel like we need to make them happy so that they look good for the holidays. Like, yes. I mean, that's not your responsibility. And I know that we feel responsible for our clients and we genuinely want them to be happy, but at, at the extent or at, you know, hurting yourself is not the way to do it. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know if I've shared this story with you. I don't think I've shared it on the podcast yet, but it took me way too many years to get to this new schedule to not physically hurt myself with the holidays. I don't know if I've shared this with you before, but mm-hmm. I know that I've shared with you, but I have not shared on the podcast. I don't think that I have rheumatoid arthritis, right. which that is an autoimmune disease where your body attacks its joints, which is so rough on hairstyles. Our joints already are shot, right? So I, this was uh, many years ago, my son, who's now nine years old, he was six months old. Have I shared this on the podcast? No, no. Okay. Have I shared this with you? Uh-uh. Okay. So um, my son was six months old. And when you have an autoimmune disease, your body goes into remission when you're pregnant. And then I didn't know this. I learned this the hard way. You will, you can have a flare up after you've had your baby. Wow. And so my son is six months old and it is December and I am working in, indep- I'm independent in a, in a suite at this point. And I have been independent for just one year. I went independent and found I was pregnant with him two months later. So I, this was like a big deal holiday season for me. And I was so slammed as a stylist. I was working 10, 12 hour days, five days a week, nonstop, had a six month old baby at home and a three-year-old at home. So exactly what you're talking about, just trying to do everything for everyone. Mm-hmm. Well, I was at work one day, this was days before Christmas and I was working until probably the 23rd. And I, all of a sudden I already was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, but never really had any major flare-ups. I, all of a sudden, um, my shoulders became excruciating painful so much to where I just, I was crying and I, I'm a tough, I'm a tough lady. Um, I couldn't finish my full highlight on my client. I had to cancel Aww. the rest of my day. I was driving home. I had had to hold my arms together. I couldn't even let my arms hang. So what ended up happening over the next few days, I had the most extreme flare up of my life where I was on my couch. I could not move. Every joint in my body was so painful. It's like, if you've had the flu and you get the body aches, it's times 1000 so much so that my jaw hurt. Cause that's a joint. Ugh. Yeah. And I couldn't hold my six month old baby. I couldn't feed him. I couldn't do anything. I'm on the couch for days, um, trying, working with my rheumatologist, trying to get better. But what did I do? Did I cancel my whole week? Did I cancel all of my days? I really until... hope you did, but I feel like I you're going to say no. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, no. It makes me want to cry thinking about this right now. I remember I had one more day of work before I had a few days off because I still didn't take off a chunk of days, a few days off for the holidays. And I went into work. I peeled myself off the couch. Again, I couldn't lift my arms. I couldn't lift my arms because my are is the worst in my hips and my shoulders. And, and you can only imagine the exhaustion that I felt. 
And I remember telling every single one of my clients, I am having an RA flare up right now. Um, I can't lift my arms above my head. So I will do your color retouch and you can see me do this, Kelsey. I'm like, my arms are flat to me. Mm. And I'm just like, I did this little color retouch and just tried to shift my body, but I cannot blow dry you or cut your hair today. Um, because I felt so bad to cancel my client's appointment so that their hair looked nice for Christmas. Yeah. I mean, at the expense of your own body, I literally was in the worst flare of my life. And so I did it. None of my clients canceled. I want to make that point. I know none of them were like, don't worry about it. You take care of you. They were like, yeah, I'm going to, one even said to me, could you at least just like flatter in my hair a little bit? Mm -hmm. What? Mm -hmm. Cause I did a little tossle dry for her. She was the one person she wanted me to tossle dry with my little T-Rex arms. Basically is what I was, that's what I was reminding me of. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Yeah. Nobody canceled. So then I was still so bad. It was so bad that I had to go get scans because my whole body went numb. They thought I had MS. Thankfully I do not. Um, and I was in a flare up for three months and I was at a point in my life where I was depressed because my health was compromised. I'm so sorry. It was awful. Yeah. And you felt the pressure, the need to take care of others before yourself. Yes. And here you, and there you were. And I think that is the problem. That is, that is our problem is that we try so hard to take care of those around us that we sometimes forget we're not taking care of ourselves. So the holidays is a a trigger. Let's use it. It's a trigger for hairstylists because we are, we're, we're wired that that is the most, the busiest time. So I encourage people, you know, like Abby said, first look at the numbers. Like, do you actually need to work more hours? Do you actually need to work more hours? Are you counting on this time as like a, as, as extra income for you? Do you need this extra income? And if you do, what if you got crafty and instead of Mm -hmm. working more hours and, and trying so hard to squeeze in more clients, why don't you do work on a product giveaway or some come up with some kind of sale or some kind of contest, really try to make money in other ways. Instead of taking on more clients, focus on doing something else. Do you have any ideas like that, Abby? Yeah, actually I'm doing a training for, I have this mastermind group and I'm doing a training next month that is maximizing your holiday without working extra hours. Ah, look, it's almost like I knew it, but I didn't know it. I know. Right. And so it really, I'm going to go into specifics in this mastermind training, but the general gist of it is, um, is what can we add on? What can we upsell? upsell what can we upgrade upsell. that does not? Cause the first thing I hear here, shall I say is like, well, I don't have time for that. I'm already so busy. No, no, that you're saying no to a possibility here. So there are services, there are upgrades and add- add-ons that you can do that are going to up that ticket level that is going to maximize your time so that you don't mm-hmm. feel like you have to cram all these people in. So that that's what I think that stylists should focus on is retailing, um, add-ons, but smart retailing. Um, what are things that you can do in the salon that isn't just all about these expensive holiday gift boxes that are going to be sitting on your shelves come right. January, they have to break apart. Right. That's a whole nother training. I just did as well. I called it, um, uh, what did I call it? Holiday outside the gift box. <laughs> so crap. You're yeah. so creative. And, and so the gist of that, so that anyone listening, um, can at least think about this one is affiliate links all day long. Like what's the number one way that's that 
people consumers shop for the holidays and that's online affiliate links. And so I, why are we not, why are we living in the past of trying to retail off of our actual shelves and hoping that a client comes in our door and shops from us? Why are we not getting with the modern times and taking advantage of affiliate links? Here's one of the things that I've done and Kelsey, you should do this too. I'll just give you another thing to do is, um, having an Amazon storefront. What for product for anything. Okay. So, okay. So you do come have back to this. Well, I just want to say really quickly, like, cause I, I think that every single hairstylist salon owner should look into this is you is get an Amazon storefront. It's basically your own affiliate page through Amazon. You do have to have a website or a social media presence in order to be approved for one. So if you have an Instagram account that has some followers or a website, which all of you should as hairstylists, you can have this Amazon storefront. So I um, already selling things to my clients through uh, my Amazon storefront. Okay. You know, there's a lot of talk. What, this is why I was like, we got to come back to this. Like I was gonna let you finish your it's, sentence. It's a I'm whole like, nother, um, but no, but I want to like, just, okay, go ahead. I want to say, do you, cause there's all this conversation with amongst hairstylists about Amazon products coming from Amazon. Yeah. And like, whether you're getting a real product or a fake product or generic, yeah, so or I'm like, controlling that I'm controlling that. And I'm saying to my clients, if you, th- listen, if you're going to buy I, from Amazon, use this link. Cause these ones are good for me and through me. And then I'll earn a commission on it. Oh my gosh. I love that. So I think that's brilliant because our clients are going to shop on Amazon. And yes. my problem is there are some places that do sell sketchy things. Yes. So if we can control that yeah. and, and really like be like, okay, if you want to, this is my storefront, go here. I freaking love that. I am using that. In fact, we're all going to use that. Everybody's going to do that. And so I challenge those that are looking for extra income around this time. What if you made an Amazon storefront or, you know, they have these other things like, um, through Cosmoprof or salon centric or whatever your local salon interactive is, is a great salon one. interactive yes. where you can build your own online storefront essentially yes. and sell product directly to them. Yes. If you had like every client who purchased for that, they get entered into a raffle for like a, a big product gift bag. I love that. That's yeah, a great so idea. That's what I'm going to do this, this season for extra income so that, you know, their gifts that they're buying, if they're going to buy, like you said, I love that. I never thought of the Amazon thing from Amazon or on Solana Interactive. They're going to have a QR code right at my station that they can scan mm-hmm. and buy all their gifts right there. Shifts to them. Should to we the make an episode about this? I feel like we should. Let's because talk I could later. totally break down my whole strategy and what I'm doing because I have um, some really exciting things I'm about to start doing, and I can just share in real time, like what I'm planning and going to do with my Amazon storefront and with my salon interactive yep. affiliate. So links. everybody start thinking about that because that's going to be your December challenge and yeah. we'll come back to it. We'll You'll want to set it up in November. You'll want to set up in the beginning right. of November so you can launch it before Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Okay, cool. So another yeah. thing that we kind of wanted to touch on as far as the holidays go. Um, and something I was asking Abby is, do you do like gifts for your clients or notes or anything? Like, what do you do for the holidays for your clients? So funny. So I used to, I used to do, um, cards for like our top, each stylist would do, I don't remember how many Our top a lot. We'd all um, send cards to them. And then we also used to do gifts for our top 10, percent mm-hmm. or something like that. And, um, honestly, I, I did do it for a long time and I did stop doing that. And I am not mad about that. The cards mm-hmm. clients did love. Yeah. They were, they were like, Oh, that's so nice. I got your card. That's so sweet. Um, and then the gifts were 
it was interesting how they were received. Did you ever do gifts or do you do gifts now? No. So I did, I did do gifts. Yes. Um, and I don't do them now, but I did, I had like a little Christmas tree with the mini Moroccan oil bottles that would Mm -hmm. like, they're like little ornaments and I would just hand them. Um, and to be honest, I was a little bit strategic in the way I give my gifts out. So if someone like gave me something, I I'm weird. Like I wanted to make sure I had something in return. Right. So if they gave me a gift, I was like, and I got you a little ornament. And I, you know, gave them the little, the little I like Moroccan that. oil ornament um, so that it was, it was an equal thing. But, you know, I have noticed recently, like, I don't get as many like no. oh, Christmas gifts. I don't. And I'm, I'm okay with that. Yes. I am okay with that because yes. and then I don't feel the pressure to be doing something else. Yes. I agreed. I used to get so many gifts and I don't get as many anymore. And I am totally okay with that. Like, I right. don't, I, I honestly, honestly, here's this, like I did stop giving gifts if we really think about it, I think it's great. We all love our clients, but this is our business. I know. What business do you go to that they give you a legit gift? None, zero. So why as hairstylists, do we feel the need to give gifts to our clients? We just feel that way clients? because again, like the reason I or felt that way pleasers. is because someone were giving me something. So I always want to give it back. So, but it's like a tip. I know you're right. So I, I didn't even do the Moroccan oil tree the last couple of years. I mm-hmm. just really didn't. And, you know, and I think that's okay. I do like the idea of like my top 10 clients. Like I can run a report and see who like my top 10 yes. clients are. We call them my MVCs, most valuable mm-hmm. clients. I love and that. I think this year I'm going to do a, a note to my MVC, I love the that. top 10 and like a little something because, yeah. you know, they really do spend a lot of money with me throughout the year. And it's just a token of my gratitude, but I don't think that I need to do that for everybody. Yeah. I love that. I think that that's great of doing something for your, your diehard clients that mm. just love you. And, but I also for me throughout the year, I just make sure I take care of them as a business. I make sure that, you know, I open my book every three months and those real and good top first, clients. Yeah. Oh yeah. They get the like little, For Hey, sure. just so you know, here's how you can get in more. Mm-hmm. Let me know. You know, they do get that priority. Um, and there's just all these little ways that I just, I treat them great. And it's, I don't feel the need to give gifts. What I found with giving gifts is it actually was a little awkward. Sometimes yeah. they'd be like, oh, oh, um, okay, thanks. And it always felt awkward, the gifts. Right. And um, I always think this with my business, is this keeping somebody loyal to me or not? And I do not believe that giving a Christmas gift is keeping somebody loyal. Mm-hmm. I agree. My business. So I, I don't think really Christmas perspective. I don't think Christmas gifts are wrong at all. I know that hair cells have such giving hearts and they love to do it. And it's also like, what's your love language? You know, you know, like the love language thing. Do you know your love language? Um, mine. What? Yeah. I can't remember what I think it's at. Like it's acts like physical, like yes. access, like touch. Yes. Physical. Yeah. Some people are, um, um, gift giving. Like my husband is a hundred percent, a gift giver. Like that is his love language. Yeah. hundred percent. Right. 100. And that is true though. Yeah. And I'm allowed to say 100% when it is 100%. Yeah. I am, um, um, like talking is my love language. Like just talk to me. And I think that you're great. So for me, giving gifts, isn't my love language because I don't care about receiving gifts either. So 
That's so interesting. So what are other things about the holidays? Like what other anxieties, what are the things that we feel like we need to do as hairstyles and saloners on the holidays that we maybe disagree with? So I, I think it's not necessarily the holidays. It's the approaching of the new year. Uh, and as we all start to think about, you know, our goals and, and what we want to, to go for the next year, that does start to give me some anxiety. So as you were just talking, I was thinking in my head, I need to start thinking about next year and I want to change the entire way I do all my booking. Like we had talked about this before, like I want to do, and then I want to have a VIP program. So they get first chance. And like, I, all of this was going through my brain as you're saying that. And then I started to get nervous. Yes. I'm like, oh my gosh that's all going to, that's in January. And now I got to get nervous. So I feel like it's hard for us as, as running our own business, especially if you're running your own business or in the hair, hair world and thinking of all the things that you want to change for the next year, that does make me nervous. So it's not exactly the holidays, but kind yeah. of is. Then, then like, what's the, like, cause we're so busy during the holidays and then we need to have all these fresh starts right, right away. Right. Yeah. Um, I like a fresh start with the new year, but, and that's why they say like, you know, instead of like, okay, those are all great ideas, but what if you pl- plug those into different quarters? Mm-hmm. Like in quarter one, That's I'm going to work on this quarter two. I'm going to work on that. I'm not quite a planner like that with things, but, um, I think that doing a fresh start and thinking about your business is good, but feeling like you need to act on making your business perfect all in one month is detrimental. I know. I know. I think you're right. And I got to change that mindset. That is one thing that definitely stresses me out. And I feel like everybody needs to remember that make a new year's resolution doesn't need, shouldn't be change your entire business. No, you know, like don't make that your new year's resolution. Cause then you're just going to drown in it. Make and one, one small the, commitment. One of the things that I wanted, I was thinking about earlier when we were talking about schedules, like I really, really believe I have every single stylist in my salon. We all work just up until Christmas. And then we take those 10 days off every mm-hmm. single one of them do that now. And I did have to make them feel comfortable with making that decision with their income. And th- none of them have looked back, but one of the things I want everyone to think about, because I would love it if I knew every single hairstylist in the world took off. 10 days or so around the holidays. If you are struggling with getting that income in during the holidays, then maybe let's look when you're looking at January, think about what can I do so that December is a bonus, right? What can I do throughout the entire year that I don't feel like I need to scramble come Mm -hmm. December? Right. Yeah, I agree. I love it. Well, I want to leave with one, with one thing. Um, do you, do you do like a holiday party? Like with my team? Yeah. Um, or do we, you do a holiday party for your clients or anything? That just popped in my brain. I just want to know. We we decorate the whole salon out. We do have some, like a giving, not a giving tray, I shouldn't say that, but where there's prizes for buying certain types of retail and they can get a free thing off of the tree. Like, so yes, we do make it a lot of fun during the holidays. We have, a, we have great promos and um, I don't do the holiday party anymore, but we do a like um, end of January, beginning of February team, um, get together because that's when we, we need to recharge. Let's not add another thing to the calendar during the holidays for all of us this year. Yes. I'm doing the same thing this year. I normally take the, my team and their spouses or their family. We do something before, but I think this time that is my takeaway from this conversation. It's like, let's just wait until January so we can recharge just get through it. So hopefully after this episode, everyone's feeling like they have permission to um, not cram their holiday season in and that they are able to 
enjoy their own holiday season. Don't make yourself sick like I did. And then it took me years to finally adopt a new schedule and I learned the hard way. So, so be kind to yourself and don't be like how Kelsey has felt in years past where she needs to take a nap on Christmas day because she's completely shown up for everyone else except for herself. And imagine, imagine what a holiday season could be if you felt well-rested and excited and just ready for the day rather than depleted and overwhelmed and present. present. Your family and yourself will enjoy it so much more. Yeah. Well, happy holidays. 